to another episode of the Sabbath Speaks podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Iona. And we are here with another episode of our podcast, bringing you fun and topical discussions about the brass band world. We took a little break between episodes as we were both finishing up our university assignments for the year, but don't worry, we are back now and ready to jump into this fun episode all about gala days. Woo! Woo-woo! That is right, the gala day season is upon us. We asked on our Instagram story if you were excited to be back out marching up and down your local high street. And the response was an overwhelming yes. Gala days are one of the most enjoyable engagements a band can take part in, in my opinion anyway. But they're not part of everyone's banding calendar, are they, Laura? No. I've actually never taken part in a gala day. Really? Well, they're not really a big thing back at home. Oh, okay. Like, I don't think they're a big thing in the Northeast in general, actually. Yeah. Like, I've never heard of a gala day being in Aberdeen. Really? Like, the first time I heard of a gala day was when I went to Nibs. Really? Never heard of them before. Oh my gosh. Well, in that case, I better give you a bit of background as to what they're all about, just in case you get roped into one this year. That'd be great, because <laughs> I think I will be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so gala days are usually connected to mining towns and areas, which might explain why areas like Aberdeenshire don't have them. It's true. Not a mining town. <laughs> yeah. It seems from my research that most of Scotland's gala days take place in the Lothians and the central belt of Scotland. There are sort of a lot of smaller village or town celebrations which take place across Scotland, such as the common ridings in the borders. I don't know if you've heard of those. I literally have never heard of that in my life. <laughs> um, but gala days are different to those in the sense that brass bands are more central to the discussions. Like, they often lead the parades and things. Mm. I think that's because of the connection to mining stuff. Yeah. You know, mining yeah, and bands go actually, hand in hand. Yeah. Like, I was actually... So random. I was in... When I was getting my hair done, because I was getting my hair done just for this clarification... Um, the woman next to me was talking about gala days. Oh, really? Yeah, she was actually like, yeah, I'm going to go to um, a local gala day. Um, nice. She was like, really excited to hear the band. And I like I clocked in on it. You were like, like, oh. I was like, that's mad. <laughs> yeah. So gala days usually have their own specific traditions, but one theme which most of them have is the naming and crowning of a king and queen. What? These are usually children in primary seven, um, but sometimes the town even gives a, the king and queen a noble court, which is made up of children from the younger primary school years. <laughs> what? And these kids, these kids get put on like a float in the in the town, and they get paraded through the town, and the band like leads the parade. Is that actually what it is? Yeah. I think it's wow. children are definitely central to the gala day celebrations. There are fun fair rides and face painting competitions, and it usually set out in the local park for the whole family to enjoy. So in towns like Newton Grange, people even decorate their houses along the parade route. I remember one year someone built a big octopus and put it across the roof of their cottage. Why? Um, and there's usually bunting strung between the lampposts and stuff. I didn't... Right, okay, I knew they were, like, a big thing, but I just thought they were a big thing for, like, people like us. Like, <laughs> like band I people. I didn't know this was, like, a, a thing. A community thing, yeah. That's so mad. The longest continually running gala day is in Lone Head, which has been taking place since July 1903. Wow. The gala days are often founded to celebrate mining strikes or other collective action successes. For example, five miners 
Gala Day began when they secured the eight-hour workday, and Newton Grange offered a successful strike for more wages. Um, and then all the miners clubbed together and put some of their wages into celebrating these successes with the community and <laughs> providing crazy. things for children. Every day is a school day on this <laughs> podcast. I did not really genuinely <laughs> know any of, any of that before. Yeah. Well, while most gala days now just have brass bands taking part in the parades and maybe playing in the park after the parade, they used to take part in a lot of other events too. So some gala days even had brass band con- contests incorporated into them, such as mm. the Scottish Miners Gala Day, which was held in Edinburgh. In 1949, 14 bands took part, including Whitburn Miners, Dysart Colliery, Loch Gelly, and Shot St. Patrick. Wow. Yeah, bands even take part in some of the competitions that are held during the gala day, such as the Bandsman's Race, which I'm sure some of our listeners will maybe remember from their previous gala days. It's a Bandsman Race? Well, I've never taken part in one, but I've heard about them. (laughs) I've heard about them through through the the grapevine. This is where band members race holding their instruments, and they usually do it in, like, sections of, like, cornets all race, and then, like, the bigger instruments all race. I couldn't do that. And sometimes they even get, like, the pipe bands to join in and, like, race the brass banders. That is so crazy. It's That would be so much fun. definitely injure myself petition to bring that back so we can watch Laura fall on her tuba no in in the middle of the in the middle of the park that sounds awful (laughs) while keeping up with tradition of gala days is important I also think they're beneficial for bands a lot of gala days provide some compensation for bands both monetary and in the form of refreshments after I was once at Preston Pan's gala day and they gave me a scotch pie as a thank you they gave the band scotch pies it was incredible I really really enjoyed it that's you know what yeah it's worth it it's worth it for the scotch pie i get it i get it not only that but it's really lovely to perform for the local community bands often perform for each other in contests but it's also nice to get out to like your local town and to make yourself visible to people the crowds are always so excited to see the band as well and it's great to see the faces of the little kids when there's a line of trombones marching towards them oh because of this like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. um but seriously with over 30 gala days taking place in the lothians this summer it's a wonderful experience to take part in and so if you're not playing in Mallory, you should definitely go and see some bands well i have a feeling i will be yeah but i i just you gotta like get out there i i genuinely am actually so surprised i didn't realize i knew it was like as i said i knew it was a big thing but i had no clue it was like it, it was like that at all yeah like that's so crazy to me wow aberdeen come on get a gala day going let's, let's pick ourselves up because <laughs> we're, we're missing out clearly yeah like just down union street just oh. <laughs> What a time that would be. That'd be mad. Wow. So as I am obviously very new to this world, <laughs> that is gala days, um, do you have any fun stories? Like I'm actually intrigued because I have, I'm, this is so new to me. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple. I mean, there's the classic, like it started raining halfway through the parade and we played in the pouring rain. But do you just keep going? Yeah. Oh. Of course you keep going. Um, a lot. Sometimes I've had people like the public come up with umbrellas and like walk beside the band trying to like Aww. shelter us with umbrellas. That's so but wholesome. That's a, that's a nice story rather than a funny story. Yeah, true. Um, a classic one for me though was I was at Preston Pan's gala day. Um, is this is where you got the scotch pie. This is where I got the scotch pie. Class. Um, but <laughs> we were, we were going, Preston Pan's gala day is like down this big hill at one part of it. Mm-hmm. And the band was at the front and we, I uh, was wearing some new band shoes that I had got recently. And we were just going down, marching along, and my shoe came off. Um, but as it was downhill, the parade was going um, faster. 
<laughs> downhill as they do. They shouldn't. Just want to put on that you should be at the same speed the whole time, but usually we go faster downhill. Well, I can't really help that. Yeah, that's just it's gravity. Like how the, that, I was like to say, it's literally just how the world works. Yeah, physics. Yeah. <laughs> but the pride was going quite fast. Um, and I, uh, had to wait for the whole parade to pass before I could get my shoe because there was not like the, it was quite mm. a closed parade. So you just like so there was a, there was, well, I had, I stepped out. I fell out of the, the band continued. You I, fell I out. like <laughs> fell out of the parade formation and there was a, a float, like a lorry with kids on it that ran over my shoe. There was like a horse. A there horse. was like, there were like army cadets that marched over the top of it um and so then i finally got my shoe and had to like run the length of the parade with my instrument like past everybody to fall back into my place how Uh, old were you i was like 13 me just on my own like running back trying to find my place i was just like gotta get back gotta get my scotch pie (laughs) i would have cried i would have cried so much but yeah wow we've actually got quite a few stories from the yeah as well. it's not just me that had embarrassing stories uh, people mm. did volunteer their own which did make me feel a bit better they volunteered them on the Saba Speaks podcast instagram yeah you should Saba Speaks podcast yeah check that out um <laughs> but yeah so sophie didn't have a specific story but she said that her band can't march at all which uh she said is embarrassing enough in itself yeah. which i mean we've all been there sophie if you're listening i couldn't march once um in fact when I we were I played with Campbelltown Brass, we actually had to one time play the parade music from the top of an open deck bus because we tried to march. We were so bad at marching that the conductor made the decision we're not actually going to march. That's that's wow. stupid. Well, let's play from the top of a bus instead. I did marching once, one time. Yeah, and that was at Nibs. I don't know if you remember. Actually, it was a couple years ago. It was my last Nibs. I mm. oh I can't remember. It was a few years ago, and it was basically we were re- we were rehearsing in. Do you remember that really really hot dance studio? Yeah yeah yeah. It was so warm. Yeah. So John was like, right, all the bands are getting out. It's far too hot to rehearse. Yeah. We're gonna just march. once in a lifetime Scottish summers that are warm. Yeah, yeah. I know, and but like really warm. Yeah. It was, oh wow. Um. And John was like, everyone's just going to march. You're all just going to play Slave Burn and you're all going to march. And I was like, John? Can't be doing this. I I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, what do you mean you don't know what you're doing? You you just march. It's left, right. I haven't done this before. It's left, right. And I was like, how do I carry the tuba and do that? How do I do this? And he was like, with your arms. And I was like, no, 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 John. And so I had no clue what I was doing. I was just trying to play Slave Burn. And I, it was an eye-opening experience. And that was for like five minutes <laughs> around Strathallan and I was struggling. Yeah. So like, I actually don't know how these bands do it. Because they're like an hour sometimes, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Like they're really long. Well, mid Colador Galladay, I think is like 10k. 10? I oh, think, I think no. it's like notoriously like crazy long. That might be an over-exaggeration, but I think it's like crazy, crazy long. Nah. I just I couldn't do that. I, yeah. I couldn't do it around Strahal and I don't I don't know how you all do it. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll keep being new to Galladay's. I don't yeah. know if I want to do that. <laughs> we had a couple other um Instagram confessions about Galladay's, didn't we? Mm, we did we did um Roman 
<laughs> Roman said that she kept on getting hidden in the middle of the band because she was always marching on the wrong foot. Yeah. Um, Which, very Roman thing to do, first of all, but secondly, I think everyone should. That's such a common thing. Yeah, it's really hard sometimes. Like, And it shouldn't be, because it's just walking, isn't it? It's just left, right. But, <laughs> it's you just know, walking. You, if, you're fo- if you're focused too much on the music, you do end up like getting out of time sometimes. Yeah, I bet, actually. Yeah. Because you have to walk on... Question. <laughs> Question. Are they all done at the same tempo, all the marches, or do the marches change tempo? And if so, do the band change tempo as they walk? No, they're pretty much all the same tempo. So you're just kind of going yeah, as you go. Yeah, you just walk and then the march is the tempo that you're that you're marching at. But when when the march changes, does the tempo change or does the march... Do you play you at play, the tempo you you're walking? You play at the tempo you're walking uh, most of the time. Because I'm just imagining like your yeah. <laughs> tempo changes and everyone's just like... Speeding up and slowing down. Yeah, no. But the only time you sense. have to speed up and well, you don't speed up and slow down. This is the part is if you're turning a corner. So obviously, if you imagine oh there's like God. lines of people turning a corner, the people on the inside of the corner have to take really small steps at the same tempo. Sure. And the people on the outside have to take massive, large steps at the same tempo. Jeez. I know. So you gotta if you it's if you know the parade route, you've gotta like think about how many left turns and how many right turns there are. And if you're really short, make sure you're put on the side that is like if you're put on the left if there's loads of left turns. Because it's you gotta, a science. Like, yeah, this is a science. You've gotta calculate like how to make it the most enjoyable for you. Wow. You gotta plan it out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you gotta be savvy. That's so crazy. <laughs> That's so crazy. I mean, um Ruth said on the Instagram as well, she was saying that um because you're talking about the weather. Yeah. And about her, how music blows away or blows to the side. Yeah. Even though you've got like a lyre, sometimes yeah, it like folds in on itself. Do you, do you ever peg things? No. Because it's more, it's more things to like hang how, about. How do you change the music? Only in between. So we have like march cards that we have lyred on. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have a lyre because my instrument, um, the little like place to put the lyre is in a really weird place so the music is like two centimeters away from my face uh-huh. with a lyre in um so i have to hold mine which doesn't mean i also get hand cramp as i'm like you, walking along you hold it and yeah play? so i like kind of tenor horn's easier you could do this with tuba and you definitely couldn't do it with trombone but uh-huh. i kind of just like hold put all of the weight of it in my right hand and then like kind of gr- rest my other hand on it so painful yeah it's it's not sustainable if i was why do you all choose to do this (laughs) it's so fun laura but but you're trying to like um convince me to do this this isn't working yeah get a liar it's fine they're very cheap look up your local like band shop (laughs) because my it's in a weird i have bought one i have one but it's like i haven't bent it because i'm too weak Uh, to bend it to fit my instrument so i will i'll sort it out for this gala day season we're all gonna hold Iona to that well if you see me out and about on a parade and I'm holding my music you can throw like you said (laughs) you can throw like a rock at me you can preferably like a cake buy a cake from your local bakery chuck a cake at me as I'm walking past rock might be too hard but (laughs) that would be great yeah that sounds hold me accountable I should sort my liar out this time I can't I can't believe that. <laughs> but thank you so much, everyone, for sending in your emba- your fun memories or embarrassing stories. It did make me feel better about the shoe incident. Um, it's made me not want to do gallery. <laughs> <laughs> but no, please DM us on Instagram if you have any more you'd like to share. Maybe some like nice stories about gala days to um, encourage Laura to get involved. Yeah, um, please do. If you didn't hear Laura say earlier, our Instagram is at Sabba Speaks Podcast, and you should and check you should, that yes. out. Give it a follow. 
Now for a little fun section of this podcast. And good news for those of you who have already taken part in a gala day this year. Could be But me. we are doing a quiz based all around the typical gala day pieces. That's right. So the aim of the quiz is to guess which march is being played, but there is an added twist. <laughs> we don't know if you missed the kazoos that were featured on episode four of the podcast. Oh, I have. But they're back. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> because of our fears of getting copyright striked, we have to showcase our wonderful kazoo playing to play some tunes for you all. Well, we say we need to. We, we don't actually. We could just do it on instruments, but... Yeah, we both do play brass instruments, but kazoos are funnier, so we're yeah, just going to go with funnier. it. I'm also scared of judgment. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> kazoos are funnier. If we're bad on kazoos, then that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. There are five typical Galladay pieces, apparently. I wouldn't know. Um, so we will be playing just the opening of the pieces, and we want to see how many you will get right. Okay, so here is piece number one. <laughs> And now we've got tune number four. Tune number five, which is your final one in the quiz. <laughs> so there you have it. Those are your five Galladay pieces. Uh, <laughs> it was so hard to remember to sing the cornet part rather than the horn part. And so I'm like, I just, <laughs> I'm really questioning the quality of the Yeah, the good luck. Good luck to you all. Um, the correct answers will be posted on our Instagram at um, Sabo Speaks Podcast. At Sabo Speaks Podcast. we haven't mentioned that already. Um, so make sure to head over there to check them out and see how well you did. If um, anyone got five out of five, I will uh, give you a huge high five the next time the I see you. biggest high five. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. We A handshake. A congratulatory handshake. A, a shout out. A shout will. out, if you will. <laughs> because that was debatable. Yes, that was um, one of the worst things I've ever done in my life. But there we are. It's fine. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> We interrupt this broadcast to bring you the news. So there's quite a bit in the news today. Exciting. Firstly, yeah, I know. 
Firstly, and very on topic, we had a lot of messages on our Instagram about different bands taking part in parades throughout this month. Yeah, there are actually too many to detail them all in the new section of this episode, um, but we will be shouting them out on the Instagram, ones that we can't feature in the episode, just because there were quite a lot, Yeah, um, which is great. Please keep sending them. Um, but don't worry, because if you live in the Central Belt, just look up your local band, or even just search your local town. Just walk around, you know? <laughs> um, and I'm sure you can find the nearest gala day. There is one every sa- almost every Saturday and Sunday for the next two months in the area. So there's just plenty for you to check out. So keep checking it out. Yeah. I mean, we're releasing this on a Saturday of Ju- Jubilee weekend, but there are lots of Jubilee things happening in the next few weeks. Jedburgh Brand wrote in to say that they are taking part in the Jedburgh Family Fun Day Mm. and Irvin and Dreghorn are even putting on a Jubilee concert on the 12th of June. That's exciting. Um, Their concert is being held in Dunlop Community Hall in Irvine. So if you reach the end of this weekend and feel that you aren't just quite finished with that Jubilee fun, you just need more of the Queen in your life, um, make sure to head along to that concert. Broxburn and Livingston Band are also putting on a concert at the end of the month on the 26th of June. Uh, that is my band. That's just a little bit of shameless promotion. Yeah, I was also social secretary. So. Yeah, please <laughs> like our Facebook page. <laughs> um, so there's also a couple events taking place in the rest of the UK that we thought you might like to know about. So tickets for the national finals in Albert Hall are now on sale. Woo! So if you're thinking about heading down to London in October, if you can afford that, if you can, amazing, so <laughs> jealous. Um, to see the best bands in the UK go head to head, then head to the Albert Hall website. They're just on there. Yeah. And finally, a very on-theme piece of news. The Whip Friday contest is going ahead this coming Friday, the 10th of June. It has been called by some the greatest free show on earth. I think that person was very enthusiastic. Very enthusiastic. Um, but if you want to see and harshly judge some of the great brands' marching skills, uh, you can say that yours are better. That's fantastic. Imagine saying you're better than like Black Dyke at marching. Incredible. Get yourself down to Saddleworth and Thameside Villages on Friday and see them go head-to-head and win some great Just prizes. Just for the listeners, um, where is Saddleworth and Thameside? It is in England. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. So that is all from us this time on the Sabbath Speaks podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who got involved in this episode via our Instagram. And if you're not already following us on there, what are you doing? Genuinely, what are you doing? It's at Sabbath Speaks podcast. If you didn't know, it's at Sabbath Speaks podcast on Instagram. made that clear. No, I, I feel like think... we've not plugged that enough. No, definitely not. Um, but if you aren't on the gram, as the kids say, yeah. Um, then you can also email us. We have yeah. an email address. I feel like we that's actually something we haven't said. Yeah. We do actually have an email so address. If you've got any well. fun marching stories or any events you want to plug on the podcast. Just sabbathweekspodcast at gmail.com. Super easy to remember. Yeah, it is. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for listening, everyone. And remember, if you want to get better at marching on gala days, you have to keep practicing. practicing. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next time. Yeah, that bye. such a Clever. Thank you. <laughs> That's so clever. <laughs>